this afternoon. How are you doing? How are you doing? I am here with my very good friend and fellow homeschool mom, Misty Winkler, and we are coming to you with the Homeschool Teachers Lounge. It is so good to see you. Well, you know, not really see you, but we're so glad you're here this afternoon. <laughs> Hopefully you have a warm drink. I think most of the country is just like encapsulated in <laughs> snow and ice and cold. Um, so hope you, hopefully you have something nice and warm to drink and you're ready to sit back and kick up your heels and just rest and relax with us for a few minutes in the lounge here today. I am Pam Barnhill and I blog at pambarnhill.com. And I have two homeschooling podcasts, the Your Morning Basket podcast, where we talk all about morning time and 10 minutes to a better homeschool, uh, which last week was all about working and homeschooling. Really good episode with Jen McKinnon. You can find that here on my YouTube channel. And Misty? Hello, I am Misty Winkler and I write and podcast at simplyconvivial.com about homemaking, homeschooling, and doing life cheerfully. Uh, now I also have two podcasts. Simpl the Simply Convivial podcast um, is about both homemaking and homeschooling and kind of just managing life. They're very short episodes just on one topic to kind of give you a little um, pep talk for home life. And then the brand new podcast that I now have is a simplified organization podcast. And it is also very short, under 15 minute episodes, but they are conversations where I interview other busy moms, some homeschooling, some not, but everyone uh, who comes on shares about something that's working in their life management right now. And that's been a a ton of fun to record those episodes. It's fun to not be the main one talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a lot of fun. All you have to do is ask good questions. <laughs> and somebody else just gets to be smart and it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, goodness. Well, Misty, I noticed your background. It's just a little different. <laughs> so tell us so, about your homeschool week. <laughs> so we moved last week. <laughs> On last week's Homeschool Teacher Lounge, uh, we were packing furiously, and we moved Tuesday. So I just set up my desk area with my microphone and camera here this morning. So I turned the camera on to see like, is this okay? I think this is going to have to be okay because it's about the only place that it all fits. So we have, so we, last year we bought land in Idaho and we're going to be building a house, but we have to have that house built. And so we have to sell our Kennewick house and we need to be here during the building process. So we are renting a 1400 square foot, three bedroom, two bathroom house uh, while we work on building the other house. So it, we went from uh, 2,500 square feet down to 1400 square feet and we're still trying to figure out uh, how we all fit. And today was our first day of homeschooling in 1400 square feet. So it was an okay. adventure. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I want to hear more about that. You know, my friend Colleen Kessler 
lived in 900 square feet Ooh. for years and years and homeschooled with four kids in uh in cleveland it was the cutest little house we visited her a couple of years ago so cute but i'm like i don't know how you're doing this <laughs> <laughs> we've definitely had to, to manage some interactions and attitudes today as people who are used to having their own space have to navigate a little bit more sharing so our piano is in the girls bedroom like oh, that's wow. <laughs> We, we have to be unconventional in our arrangements here. You know, I tell you, one of the best things we did was buy a digital piano. <laughs> I know. I know. My uh, husband and the kids are all uh, piano snobs and we'll, we'll not hear of it. So, <laughs> You know what? She can play a great piano when she goes to church. <laughs> and she goes up to church a couple times a week. But for here at the house, weighted keys, volume control, earphones, it's fabulous. <laughs> so, oh my goodness. So to, just today was your first day back and last week was all moving, right? It was. Um, I thought that maybe we'd kind of ease in and do a little bit of school at the end of last week, but there was just no way. It, it was... There was too much. And I tried to take the kids out every afternoon um, to just to kind of get a feel for the new place. So we found parks that we can walk to around here and walked around the downtown. So that that was more how we spent our a little bit of unpacking and then a little adventure and then a little more unpacking. And we had to repack about six boxes worth of stuff and move it out to the garage because we, there just wasn't space for it. <laughs> <laughs> it just wasn't going to fit. So yep. about how long do you anticipate, if things go as planned, how long do you anticipate being in the 1,400 square foot house? Um, Maybe eight months or so would be the goal, but we are actually anticipating things not going as planned because that seems yeah. to be the way things are going. So... Yeah, that's uh, a great homeschool thought right there. Everybody <laughs> just write that down. Things never go as planned. Well, no plan <laughs> survives first contact with the enemy, right? That's a... <laughs> <laughs> so you yeah. think it's going to be a little longer? Well, we're just going to roll with the punches and see. Part of the reason why we we weren't going to move until spring, which is when you... You know, there's snow on the ground and more snow coming here. You can't start construction right now. But um, we were told by the suppliers we started contacting that things that used to take four to six weeks to arrive are now taking between 10 and 20 weeks. So oh, wow. we need to get started, you know, order things and not even plan on them coming for months. So we'll see. Wow. We'll see. Well, we are going to keep you posted on Misty's moving adventure, um, and That's we are right. going to be talking in a, a couple of weeks about homes. It may even be next week, homeschooling while moving, and, and Misty's going to give us the lowdown on all of that. Meanwhile, in Alabama, <laughs> <laughs> we have just been chugging along. Um, so last week was actually our first week back to a full load. So the week before we came back from Christmas, but we started on a Wednesday mm -hmm. and we started with a smaller than normal load. We were doing everything except for writing and history for the first three days. 
And then, so last Monday, we picked up with the full list of everything and, um, and started doing that. And it was probably our best start ever. Nice. Like, it really, really was. I think, you know, they knew it was coming. They knew they weren't going to have to do everything. They knew we were starting with just a few days. They're like old enough to reason with for the most part. And that makes a difference. (laughs) It really does. And so it worked out. It worked out. So yeah, it was it was a really good week. We had a great week last week. Okay, so Misty, you have to close your ears because you, you don't want to hear this. Um, but I decided, you know, I went to public school and had a public school education. And there are just some things that I remember fondly from my public school education. And one of the things that I decided was my children could not graduate homeschool without having read The Outsiders. So... We read The Outsiders. <laughs> we're, doing we're doing that for literature right now with the ninth grader and the 11th grader. Uh, we're also still like immersed in Narnia for everybody. But uh, we decided, you know, I'm just going to do that and like just put it out there. Now, my kids normally really, really like fantasy and they don't like to read anything else. So I was kind of apprehensive, like, what are they going to think about it? I remember the storyline, but I haven't read it since junior high, which has been a hot minute. I'm just going to say, like when you start counting up the years, I don't have enough fingers and toes. <laughs> um, but they really liked it. They both, they only had to read the first few chapters for this week, but they both like sped through it and finished it. And they're like super excited. Actually, John told me today, he's like, mom you need to give me another book to read. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> so we have our first outsider's discussion tomorrow and we're going to talk about it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. We so I'll have. Oh, well, I was just going to say on Friday, one of our adventures was uh, finding the library and getting everyone library cards. And we, oh, we discovered it is close enough and they are old enough that probably they can walk to the library. So they're excited about that. That is so awesome. I remember doing that when I was a kid, like in sixth grade, I would walk or ride my bike to the library and it was fabulous. It was the best thing ever. So yeah, awesome, awesome. So yeah, we're just plugging along, but in a good way. I mean, it's like, uh, you know, it doesn't feel like drudgery or dreary or anything like that. We just get together and learn together for, you know, a few hours each day and really enjoy it and get the checklist done and move on. So it's, I don't nice. know, um, ask me three weeks from now, I'll probably be sick of it all because it's February, <laughs> but for right now it's going well. Good. Yeah. Good. So now well, you have, of, yeah, go, for that, go ahead. Speaking of going well, we're transitioning. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I do want to talk just a little bit about this workshop opportunity I've got coming up next week. And it is for the folks who, well, maybe things aren't quite going as well at your house. Or um, maybe you're just like, you know, it's fine, but it's just fine. It's Mm -hmm. nothing that anybody's excited about. Dare I say it might even be just a little ho-hum. Not bad homeschooling. (laughs) It's just, you know not exciting or pleasurable homeschooling. You need a little bit of spice. So next Tuesday, I'm giving my, uh, uh, the case of the ho-hum homeschool workshop. 
This is a workshop I gave back in August and we're revising it, dusting it off, bringing it out again. We got such great reviews for it back then. And we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, spicing up your homeschool nice. if it's been feeling a little bit ho-hum. So does yours ever do that, Misty? Feel ho-hum? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's funny how... Yeah. Um, it can go from, you know, working well to feeling ho-hem. And sometimes it's just because everything feels the same. You know, there is that fresh start of coming back from break or starting a new plan is sometimes part of what makes it feel interesting and like we're really doing something. But sometimes even just when it is going along really well, it's hard to be content with that. It feels like maybe it's missing a little something. And so I've seen the workshop before. I know it's really good. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think the, the big thing is, is, uh, we, we get in a rut a lot of times when it comes mm -hmm. to our homeschooling. And, you know, that may be the thing that really, really has saved us this winter. As I said, you know what? I'm going to bring back this book that I read when I was a kid and remember enjoying. We'll see, like, when I get done with it now. <laughs> if I'm, you know, if I, but it's obviously something that appeals to teenagers. And, uh, you know, just bringing that in and, and uh, doing that, I think, has been one of the things that has really... Uh, brought us back with a good attitude, having something yeah. interesting there. So I, I always think that finding some little something, and that's what we talk about in the workshop. We talk about um, some clues to different things that, that might be missing in your homeschool. Um, and finding something new is, is kind of one of those things. And how can you do that without it stressing you out as a mom or adding mm -hmm. more to your plate? Because that's the last thing we want to do is add just something else that you have to do. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so I think you have some tips for making the morning time a little bit more interesting today, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, one of the things that we talk about doing with morning time is putting something in there that everyone enjoys. So when you're looking at morning time, um, now, obviously, if you have toddlers, if you have little ones and you're trying to keep this short, just do what you need to do. But when you get to the point where everybody's a little bit older and you can start adding some different things in there that people enjoy. So one of the um, best examples that I've ever heard of this is there was a lady in our community and her son was really into architecture and so that was what they did they studied architecture oh cool during morning time yeah that was that was something that they decided to dive into as a family i know for us a lot of times uh it's been art actually olivia asked me back in december i still haven't done it yet so I <laughs> to remember to do this but she asked me to add um, art back to our morning time. We had been doing uh, artist appreciation and then studying little artists, uh, little vignettes about artists. And she said to me, hey, mom, why aren't we doing that anymore? And it was just mm -hmm. something I hadn't put on the schedule this year. But she's like, can we have that back? Can we do that again? Um, when Thomas was nine, it was Mad Libs. That was the thing that really called him to the morning time table. So finding those little things that they really appreciate and enjoy and putting them into the morning time. Uh, it does add spice. It gets their buy-in. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can sneak in something that you really like or enjoy and that you want to do yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes, um, well, especially as the kids started getting older, um, I would let them choose what we're going to sing. Like, okay, we are, we're creating our list of what we're going to sing. And I have one list that's, that's shorter because we just loop through. And so it's a short list of ones we're going to sing more often so that they become more familiar. And then I have a longer list that, so it takes a lot longer. We sing those less frequently. And so when I made the short list, I went through and made sure that everyone's favorites were on, like they could request what went on the short list. And it's interesting because I assumed that I would already have their picks on there, but I didn't. So, you know, then it was nice. You know, they felt like they'd helped create the list and that buy-in piece really does make a big difference. Yeah, yeah. And um, I love I love the buy-in. I love doing that. And then another tip is sometimes a change is as good of, as a rest. And I think sometimes, and this is what Dawn says all the time, and she said she got it from somebody else, but I just always attribute it to Dawn. But... Um, I don't, I think it's important, especially as we head into a month like February, where you're like, look, I don't want to throw off my whole plan. I don't Mm -hmm. want to stop doing this. I don't want to be a quitter. I don't want to give up, you know, but there's no harm, no foul in like (laughs) setting something aside for a few weeks and just trying something a little bit different, you know? So just because you change things up doesn't mean that you're never going back to what you were doing before or you have to throw everything out and never do it again. Um, you could say, well, just for a few weeks, we're going to put this aside and we're going to try doing something else. So for example, we just finished, um, the lion, the witch in the wardrobe. So we started with magician's nephew. We, we went to lion, witch in the wardrobe, and now we're moving into horse and his boy, but now would be a great time because we haven't started that new book yet, if I wanted to sneak something else in there and do something else for four or five weeks and then yeah. come back to Narnia, it, you know, it would be a great time to do that. But I don't have to say, well, I'm completely giving up mm-hmm. on Narnia, you know. And you could even do it, too, on just one day a week. Say one day a week we're going to do these kinds of things. You know, one day a week in February, instead of doing morning time, we're going to do a poetry tea time and actually have snacks and, you know, do something a little extra special uh, just to change it up a little bit. Yeah, I got a little extra buy-in today with the Latin, which we kind of dropped earlier before we moved in. Like, we made a little bit more time in our schedule by dropping Latin. (laughs) And no one was sorry. So I was, we were going to bring that back right away. And I knew that there would be... um, no excitement about starting that. Um, and so we had hot chocolate with Latin. We went and we took oh, a wow. walk right before because we'd just been, you know, on the couches doing morning time and it took almost an hour, which was a little bit longer than usual for us. And so then they got their math and it'd been a while since they've done math and they didn't get very far. There was some sadness. So I said, okay, we're going to take a walk. And we're going to come back and we'll have hot chocolate and Latin. And no one minded. 
no one no one thought that was a bad idea so that was helpful and i know one thing that i changed up a few times in the past is just where we do morning time yes for the longest time we did it around the table and then people kicking other people under the table or i thought you know what we're gonna try making this maybe a little bit more relaxed or something we did it we moved to the living room one year and the, like we the normal morning time the things we did didn't change just the location changed and that was just enough to freshen up people's habits and things that they were doing to irritate one another like didn't work exactly the same in a different location and so they stopped yeah and that was nice and then they were a little bit maybe too loungy and we needed a little bit more energy in our morning time. And so this year we went back to the table, <laughs> but a different table. And so it was, a anyway, just sometimes the location alone without even changing the I tell you, when, the material. When somebody says to me, morning time doesn't work. Like I tried it and it didn't work. The first thing I asked them was, how long did you start? Like mm -hmm. how long was yeah. it when you started? Because you always, always, always start small, build slow. And then the second thing I ask is, did you try a different location? Mm -hmm. Always, you know, because that's the thing is if you're trying to do it on the couch and it's not working, which it didn't for us in the beginning, it was like the couch Olympics, you know, <laughs> um, then move it to a table and see if it works there. Or if you're trying to do it at a table and it's mm -hmm. not working, then move it to a couch. And so our seats or chairs or the floor or the back porch or the trampoline or wherever you need to move it yeah very much so so yeah so many things you can try for your morning time but i do want to issue that invitation to come and join us next week at the ho-hum homeschool workshop we're going to do two times this time okay Nice. Yeah, we're doing an afternoon session and we're doing an evening session just for the people who want to come live because we do stay until all the questions are answered. So mm -hmm. my big fear is like the afternoon session is going to run into the evening session. <laughs> <laughs> but we stay as long as you want. We stay until all the questions are answered. Uh, but there is a replay as well. And the replay will be available um, until February 2nd. So if you, if you can't come, Sign up anyway, and then uh, you'll have until February 2nd to be able to watch uh, the replay that's available. So, oh, you know, I should probably like tell them how to sign up. That would be a link or a URL. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. I'm definitely going to drop the link for you guys over in the comments. I'm going to do that and I'll make sure it shows up on the description for this video. But I forgot the one like I can say. <laughs> <laughs> so look for the link. <laughs> oh, well, we will be back again next week, next Monday before the workshop. So I can talk about it one more time. Um, but we'll be back then. Misty and I will both be here and we'll be going through another week of homeschooling to see if hot chocolate and Latin is still working out. If everybody is still loving the outsiders, mom included, <laughs> and uh, we'll keep you posted on how those things are going and homeschooling in 1400 square foot. Yep. Yep. It's an adventure. Yep. All right. <laughs> we'll see you then. Bye.